Last month, we talked about how to resist temptation in your newfound sobriety. Today's episode, we're joined by guest Katie Sanders of Mess and Mercy blog, and we're going to be talking about how conviction and how the pruning through the storms of our sobriety and through those temptations, how that can produce fruitfulness and growth in our recovery. It's also about how necessary pruning is, right? Yeah. You know, how necessary it is to clear some of that that, that clutter that's in our life that's blocking us and keeping us distracted away from, you know, what God's purpose is for us. And Most I think definitely. A lot of it is we, we understand temptation. We understand sin. We start to understand, especially when we're new in recovery, we start to understand all these things. But I think it's really time to take a look at what cleaning your mess out that way you can actually be productive. That way you can actually make space for God. That's right. What that actually looks like. And I, that's why I'm happy about this uh, this this month's episode. That's right. So I'm excited about that's it. That's right. I am too. So stay tuned for Unashamed Recovery Podcast. Recovery family, welcome to another episode of the Unashamed Recovery Podcast with Josh and Drew. That's Drew, I'm Josh, and here at the Unashamed Recovery Podcast, we believe that there is healing in the story of our scars and that it is okay to not be okay. It is our sole mission to break the shame and stigma of addiction and recovery by sharing real stories of real recovery by real people and real sobriety. And enough of all that. We're going to skip all the pleasantries. Today's episode is a great episode, and we are just going to jump right into it. We're going to dive on in there. And today we are joined by speaker, podcaster, the owner of the Mess and Mercy Facebook page and blog, Katie Sanders. And uh, yeah, nice to have you here today, Katie. <laughs> hey, Katie. I'm so excited. glad that you're here with us. You know, today's, today's episode, the idea for it came from... Uh, Katie's post uh, that I saw back before Christmas, I believe. And when I saw it, I was like, we've got to get Katie on the show. Now, I've known <laughs> Katie through our mutual uh, arrangement with Rise Up Christian Counseling. And so she does some great blogs. And so I've been watching her page and looking at all the stuff she posts. And she posted this great post. And it said, thank you, Lord, for not leaving us where we are. Thank you for a revealing of things that aren't fruitful. Thank you for a conviction to change. Keep cutting, Lord. Cut more. And then she had a picture right below that, and it said, Conviction matters. Prune, trim by cutting away dead or overgrown branches, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. God Keep cutting, cut more. So that's deep. That's very deep and that's powerful. And in recovery, <laughs> we don't talk about that nearly enough. And so we're going to expand on that topic. And Katie is going to dive into this today mm -hmm. with us. And today we're going to do something a little different for season three. We're actually going to have an episode verse. And today's verse is John 15, 2. Now, through the power of magic, and through the power of 
the Mad Russian. We're going to have the scripture on the screen for you to read along. But it's John 15, 2, and it's at the CSB version. And it says, Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes. And he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. So, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot to take in. And we're about to go through that now. So, Katie, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that? I think there's so much here um, yes. that we could, I, I could spend eight years on this one piece of scripture. Um, every branch in me that does not produce fruit all of the things that are not good things, things that are that may be good things but are not fruitful things. Um, our convictions, there's, <laughs> there's so much that we can take from this little bit, but that next part, he produces every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more. He continues to cut, the Lord continues to cut on us as Christians as we go through. A, there's no arrival after you've been saved, after you have gone through recovery, after you start back over on that first day. There, it's a new beginning. And as you go through that process, there is still something to learn. There's no arrival with. Christ, we are always trying to get to that other side of healing. Most definitely. Um, comfortability. So, so, right there in that, I'm seeing where I'm seeing where the fruit. I, I, I'm looking at right there where it says will produce more fruit. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we feel like when we go through a storm or like with recovery, we have a bad day in recovery. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we feel <clears throat> like we are outside of God's will. Mm -hmm. And that we are somehow or another, we have messed up and we're in that storm. But it may not be that case. We may not be in a storm. We may mm -hmm. just be in a season of, pr of pruning mm -hmm. to where we will produce more fruit. And I think that's yes. so powerful yeah. for us in recovery because I don't know about y'all, but like with me, if I go through a bad storm, I'm thinking, man, I've, I've done messed up. It's punishment. I, yeah. Yes. And looking at that, it may not be that case. We mm -hmm. just may be getting pruned so we will produce more fruit. I mean, but a lot of that comes to the condition of the mindset where we think um, trouble gets you banished. You know, yes. we, I, we practice that every day, and especially for people in the recovery, mm -hmm. uh, people that or deep into Christianity, no. uh, a lot of the times we punish ourselves more than God would ever, you know? Yes. Um, I think we put what we would punish ourselves as, as what God says he would do. And that's yes. typically not how our God is. You know, that's our God right. is love and that's what he wants. That's what yeah. he wants for us. So that's why he takes these things and yes. he puts them away from him. He, he pulls it away from us because yeah. some of these things we can't do ourselves. Yes. You know, um, me being somebody that was in, you know, that's in, you know, not an active addict, but you know, that yes. used to be a, a heavy addict. But when he finally started taking some of these things away from me, I started mm -hmm. to get a clear picture of 
the road that I was on. Yes. And I could finally say, hey, look, this is a dead end, man. Like, I've got yeah. to turn the car around at some point. Yes. I've got to get back to where, you know, where I can be fruitful, where mm-hmm. I can be productive, yeah. where God won't, can use me. But I'm stuck in these weeds. He can't even reach me. But that's, yes. the, but but that's, that's when he starts breaking these things away from you. You're talking about turning the car around. Well, then that means that's that conviction telling you to turn around. Yes. Right? Yeah. Would, would, would yes. we be correct in that? Yep. So that goes back to we, we got these these notes here. Conviction matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love this little note. I think you put it in here, uh, Katie. God is not waiting for us to meet a certain amount of good. Yes. Or for some type of requirement met on the list of things right and wrong. Yes. That that mm -hmm. one little last part right there. Posture (laughs) over performance. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And two, I think you've got to go back to the structure of God's salvation story in the gospel. He intended... There was always a path to redemption, whether that was in the garden with Adam and Eve, or you see that when um, the commandments come and the tabernacle follows, and then there's Christ and all of that's abolished. Is it when you live under Christ and you have accepted that, you are living under conviction, not condemnation? Right. Our sin is not, it, it matters, but it does not count. And we have got to understand that God uses the places that we are in to stretch us so that He can use those things from our past. He wastes nothing. There's a passage in Job that says He gave the wind its weight. And if God weighted the wind, how much more is He so in the very intricate details of our life? Right. You, the storms matter. I would argue that you Man. cannot grow outside of them. If if we served God in the places that were always good, at what capacity do we have to trust Him? Where right. is faith? Right. Man, <clears throat> that's good stuff. But I mean, the storms bring the water, right? Yes. If you plant seeds, you know, and God's planting yes. seeds in you, you have to have a storm to water it. Yeah. Absolutely. Know? Well, we're keeping this episode very short. And I could, like, I'm like, Katie, we could spend a lot of time mm-hmm. on this, but we need to move along if we're going to get through these great notes that we've got here. Uh, I'm looking at it right here how conviction leads to pruning. You know, we, we just talked about conviction, yeah, mm-hmm. and we talked about pruning. Well, how does conviction lead into that pruning, Katie? It's obedience. Um, when you you can tell as you strengthen your relationship to God, as you come closer to your relationship with God, His voice becomes louder. A lot of times we complain because we don't hear God, but His position has not changed. It's likely ours has. We have moved away. And the closer that we come to God, the more time we spend with Him, the more we understand what our role is in that relationship with Him is to be obedient, is to be inside of his will are we going to be cast out if we mess up and we don't obey no that's not the gospel but in order to continue the growth process we have to say yes and the outcome of that is up to him our job is obedience and you know i like what you said about uh, hearing his voice 
And, you know, uh, so many people say, I just can't hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. But, but here's the thing, though. What are we distracting ourselves with? Mm-hmm. You know, we fill our lives with so many distract, distracted things. Like So what, what we, basically what you're saying, what are we making louder than God that we can't hear? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everything. Because I know I got kids. You got kids. We talked about it earlier. You have kids as yes. well. And so you ever notice that, like, Whenever mm-hmm. you're trying to get one of their attention or something like that, yes. they're in a separate room, you know, and you're mm-hmm. they're on a game or something like that, mm-hmm. they got the headphones on, yep. they might can hear you faintly, you know, yes. completely distracted by this game. Yep. But as soon as you're like, hey, I need you to go wash the dishes. <laughs> then just because you call, don't yeah. mean they're coming. You're right. And yes. so then you, fi- then you finally get, what? You know, but yes. it takes so long because, you know, they're yes. distracted by So, I mean, imagine how many times, because we're mm-hmm. how many times? Imagine how many times he's calling us, but we got yes. our headphones on, wherever they're playing this game, we're, instead of doing yeah. exactly what God's asked us you to know, do. We, and, we have social media, we've got our phones, yeah. our addictions, they're all taking precedence. Our religion. <laughs> God is not going to compete mm-hmm. for the attention of our lives. You know, we have to make that conscious effort which are we going to serve? Yep. Yes. And so I think that's a very important of, you know, hearing his voice, getting distraction free. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's a huge thing. Uh, so anyway, I didn't mean to overstep. You mm-hmm. were going, I, no, I, I, uh-uh. I no, that's, kind of yeah. no, that is, <laughs> that is huge. Sorry. It just, that. But that kind of ties in right there on that next part, pruning trimmed by cutting away the dead or overgrown branches all that extra and that stuff in our lives that is competing for god's attention that is overgrown branches for mm-hmm. me yes and, and so that pruning kind of is removing that or and when we I, hear missing that? No, no and when you hear the word dead you think nasty or useless or um Sin. If you if you're in recovery, you're thinking about all of the substance abuses that you have got to get rid of in order to be. But just because it is dead or overgrown does not mean that it's bad. How many times do we prioritize baseball over church? Or like there are a million things that are good, good things in our lives, our family, our career, like I work in hospice. I love what I do. I feel like it matters. Our mission matters, but it does not matter more than Christ. My family does not matter more than Christ. And we say what we prioritize. Oh, God first. Oh, God first. Then family. And, but what do we do? Is what we do who we are? We put the creations above the creator. Yes. I want to call a timeout. Uh, how many times in recovery do we put recovery first? Oh, all the time. And we yes. recovery becomes our identity. Yeah. And uh, I saw a thing on Facebook the other day, and I wish I had it with me, but it says something about don't get so tied up in ministry where uh, you're losing sight of the one who put you in that yes. position. Right. You know, you're you're losing sight of you know what matters most. Yes. You're, you're, the purpose. you're, missing, the, you're missing the purpose. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and right there man, right there in the notes, there is never an arrival point for our hearts this side of eternity. The eternal work of our hearts is ongoing. 
And so that kind of feeds into just what we were talking about. You know, it's ongoing as we are putting God first. You know, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, the internal work of our hearts is ongoing, but at some point, whenever we start putting things first above God, you know, man, I don't know, that it kind of ties in all in that one little area that we're talking about. Right. But, you know, moving away from that area about how cutting away, how does pruning lead to producing fruit? That's on the opposite side of that. You know, we're talking about pruning, getting away, you know, cutting all that other out. But now let's talk about how pruning leads to that more fruit. You've got to be willing and transparent to use it. You know, there's so many times in our lives where we go through these storms, but we tuck those in to the safe places where nobody sees them. And because of social media, no, my marriage isn't struggling. It's great. Hashtag my best friend. But y'all haven't spoken in two weeks at home passing each other by. Yes, storms matter, but they only matter if it matters. Like you can only make it matter. If you do not make it mean something, it won't. It will just be another bad day. And there are so many people that you can minister to that have gone through or are going through the same things but because we won't talk about them, there's no help. And we've set this impossible standard that nobody is really meeting at yeah. all. Yeah, expectations. Yes. <clears throat> Absolutely. And you know, and as we're talking about you know, being pruning for, for producing fruit, and you're talking about, you, know, you just may mention about you know, going through the, the storms, you know, I think it's important to know, hey, if you're wanting to be pruned for more fruit, then I think you need to expect to be continuously cut on. Like, I think you're going to be yes. continuously going through a storm. It will never it stop. Yes. You know, I mean, the more fruit that you're going you're gonna to inevitably be produced, yes. it's going to be... Yeah. I mean, imagine these, you see these trees that produce fruit. Yes. You know, they've got these big, elongated branches. It's, you know, of course, some of them are fallen. Somebody's probably cut, you know, done the yes. process. But you ever notice those really big ones that produce a ton of fruit? Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably really heavy. You know what I mean? They yes. probably had to deal with some very yep. uh, extenuating circumstances to even get out that far. Yes. You know what I mean? And so that's what God's calling us to do. Extend yes. out. That way we can be more productive we're all yes we are all going to experience it but the conviction is going to be the weight yes would we rather go through storms in the comfort of god's presence or in the absence of his will because it's coming like we're going to experience it (laughs) that was good it was that Uh, i've been i've been in both places (laughs) and they both stink you know oh and we're, we're talking about pruning to increase our fruitfulness and pruning to increase growth. And I think it's important for us to, to touch on, you know, exactly what you've got written here. The promise is not a healing that we often envision, mm-hmm. but it's rather a hope that complete healing will come. And as believers, we are protected through the blood of Christ in the space between today and forever. Mm-hmm. Now, that right there, man, 
Yeah. I wish I, I could take credit for that, but I, I, that, that's, that's all okay. That, that, <laughs> that, show, that, that wraps it up. Right. Yes. Oh, man. That pruning to increase the fruitfulness and to increase our growth. Oh, and I think we need to get to a place, whether you're in recovery or maybe you're not recovering, maybe that you're just in a, a Christian walk. I think either way, I think we need to get to a place where we can have an honest prayer with God, where we can say, God, reveal to me things in my life that are not fruitful. Because when we do that, when we, when we pray that prayer and God starts to show us those areas, that's when he can start to cut and to remove those areas so that they can be replaced with areas that will produce fruit. Because that's what it's all about. That's the end game. Mm -hmm. That's what we're here for is to produce fruit. The great commission that Jesus put out to the disciples, that is to produce fruit. Yep. Go out and make more fruit. But the greatest commandment at all, what was that one? Do you remember that? To love thy neighbor. Or to love God and then to love thy neighbor. Yep. Oh. Uh, mm -hmm. So. Awesome. As we Deep. wrap, yes. <laughs> that, was, yes. that one hit her right there. You saw yeah. that? She was like, that, I don't know. That one. Yes. <laughs> that one. That's a, so as we another are, eight years right there. <laughs> as we uh, wrap this episode up, uh, I want to talk on one specific point, and we're going we're gonna to wind it up. I want to talk about how we can apply what we've talked about to our sobriety and to our recovery. How can we take this conviction and how can we take this pruning for more fruitfulness and for more growth? How can we apply this for our sobriety and for our recovery? What do y'all think? I think that we have got to stop measuring the things that we do right or wrong and more about how it's shaping us in the image of God. Yeah. We cannot count our sin. Um we mess up every day and even in ministry, you know, people hold people in ministry to a higher standard, but we're humans too. We make mistakes too. We have tempers too. We are real people too. And we have all fallen short of the glory. And that that is the message. Um, in the notes, it talks about Psalm 51, but I love that scripture because it says that that God will not refuse a broken and contrite spirit. And I think that we've painted such a picture of what the Christian looks like, the Christian Christian, and we forget that God came to heal the sick, not the healthy. Yeah. And he is not waiting on us to perform. He is waiting on us to grow and to strengthen our relationship with Him. And I think in today's Christian environment, I think we are performance mm -hmm. uh, obsessed. Yes. Thinking that that's what it's all about. Well, yes. It's a little bit of self-entitlement. Yes. And when, we, when we get to the point where we're like, hey, it's yes. not about me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? None of this is about me. It's well, about me doing God's work. And I think yes. that's where the, this uh, weed of pride oh, has gosh, worked yes. its way into uh, 
today's Christianity. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Unrecognizable pride. Things yeah. that we don't even associate with pride. Just you know, we, we had a good friend of ours, Jeff, on back last season, and he did a great job pride talking about pride. pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's another topic that we can spend all day on. Yes. But uh, we'll put that, we'll link that episode because that's a great topic to go back and mm-hmm. to, to watch and to listen because pride fits so well into that right there and talking about with performance base because yeah. we think that um, we get to thinking about it's about us mm-hmm. and it's not about us. It's about what Jesus did on the cross and that, I mean, you know, it's faith, not by works. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm making a lot of people mad with that one. <laughs> uh, but, but, anyway. Uh, but anyway, closing out, uh, man, I wish we had more time because mm-hmm. I could sit here. And I could, we could, we could go on about this. But we mm-hmm. we have uh, reached the end of this episode. And what episode it was, I I feel like we touched on some great stuff, some important stuff, some in depth. Uh, I feel like we really broke the ground on a great conversation piece for recovery. Yeah, uh, this is a great discussion for you to take back to your recovery groups and have with other members in your recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once again, thank you, Katie, for coming by. Yes, absolutely. Katie, uh, what is if somebody wants to reach out to you? Maybe they want to mm-hmm. uh, get you to come on their recovery podcast or maybe they want to get you to come and speak at their recovery group or maybe they just want to get you to come speak at their church mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. What is a great way for somebody to get in contact with you? Any, either my Facebook page or my website has contact links. We will, so. And we will put that below through the magic of TV. We'll do a little Ooh, we'll put it down there. It should be at the bottom of the screen hopefully. Okay. Hopefully the mad <laughs> Russian didn't play one on me. So one question before we go. Here just one. Go. Here just we one. go. So why do you think Jesus came back as a gardener? Do you think he was bringing the world at that point? Jesus was a gardener. He came back as a gardener, though. In, yes. I think that... Okay, so he, he died, right? He was visibly seen as a gardener. Whenever he came back. I, 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 he thought he was the gardener. There we go. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. man, score one for the Mad Russian. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about that. So I mean, yeah. why do you think they saw him that way, though? I think it starts with the garden. Yeah. That's how it started. And he was just coming through and saying, yeah. "Hey, look, I'm pruning the world. Yeah. Now we're gonna. Now it can grow." The pruning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a professional. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely was he a was professional, one hundred percent. But yeah, so we're going to put Katie's contact information at the bottom of the screen. Please go and uh, visit her website. Uh, and that is messandmercy.com. Also, uh, Katie is also joining the Unashamed Recovery Podcast with our partner Rise Up Christian Counseling. We're both uh, doing blogs on their website. You can find that at Rise Up Christian Counseling. Uh, Katie's got an awesome blog there. We are rebuilding ours that we abandoned last year. I know, shame on us. <laughs> but uh, guys, we have loved it. And if you have uh, liked this episode, we encourage you to please like and subscribe. Uh, please go over and click, click that sub- button. subscribe button click on our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got a lot of people that's listening that's not doing that. We know who you are. We see your information when you click play, 
So we're going to send you a nice little letter. Do you really? No, no, I'm picking. That, that, that's, that's, you were way more technologically inclined than I am. I had no yes. idea. We, we, we I'm like Liam Neeson you. on Taken. We, we, we will find you. And we will pray for you. I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> we will find you. But yes, go over there. Good luck. And, uh, Good luck. Subscribe. Also, if you would like to be a guest on our show, please send us an email at the unashamed podcast at yahoo.com. Unashamed podcast at yahoo.com. And with that, We love y'all, and remember to be unashamed. Have a good one, guys.